Yep, what's up my people, you tuned in to one of the hottest shows in America day or you making the best out the one you was given you see we have no uh control over situations that occur in our life based on fact that it was written already bro your path your lane your journey is not written by you period so when you plan there's another man somewhere in the sky laughing at you. He's laughing at you because he's like, this dude is a fool. He thinking that this was all his doing. He thinking that he got successful on his own. Not understanding that the real, real boss, Papa Oopa, of top is in control. <laughs> Let's get into it, baby. <clears throat> on the lockout. Aren't you not entertained, though? So first and foremost, let's start off with the fact, with the facts. We got Benzino. <laughs> Benzino seems to be like uh, the headlines in a lot of people's situation or their uh, shows, you know. Uh, so I, I don't know, like, what are we really talking about here? There's people that really seem bothered by this, like, oh, it's unbelievable, the alpha male Benzino, right? Supposedly, he's having a sexual relationship with someone in the LGBT community, and then he goes on the Queen's Flip Flipper show. Stick the Queen's Flip, the Queen's Flip show, right? Uh, did I say Flipper? <laughs> Nah, sorry, sorry, uh, 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 queen, uh, uh, queens flip, yeah, queens flip. So, um, it's getting out of control, right? Just like we did, we did, we just get out of control. Like, was bro, certain people's names you don't play with, you know, that dude is a gangster, he rose up on people in real life. And he has the bloods on his side. There's one of the most notorious and scariest gangs in the world. <laughs> Not because of their popularity or their strength. They're ugly. They're all ugly. <laughs> Shout out to all you ugly bloods. <laughs> yeah, we're just kidding, though, bro. Have some humor. Boom. Oh, shit. He got killed. Which leads us back to the power of word. I say all that to say the power of word. Never to get at Queen's Flip. Never to get at the bloods. Never to get at anyone. I just knew how it grabs your attention. And some people from the hood, the gut of the slums, in order to reach them, you got to draw their attention towards you. It's like hip-hop. It's like music. In order for you to expand and blow up, one of the biggest methods and strategies that there is, is you got to grab the attention of the streets. Why? Because the dudes in the streets got 
big fucking mouths. And all these motherfuckers do is talk. But yet, yet, call another man a snitch. Bro, he only found out all that information because of you. You botching chow sao. <laughs> well, anyway, again, a shout out to the whole Queen's Flip show, their whole gang, their whole squad, right? We was trying to grasp people's attention, which I don't have to explain nothing to Flip or nobody. I'm Warpath, bro. What's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah, so, no, because, you know, people... uh they could play all they want to play, but when you say something, they get out of control. But I know one thing, that a lot of these situations that be happening to people would never happen to me. Never, never, never. I, in fact, I'm giving away money. Uh, I'm taunting you. <laughs> like, do it. I dare you, right? <laughs> but shout out to them, bro. We want to see them fall off. I mean, grow, grow, right? We're not haters. Never that. No. Why? No, I'm not a hater. That's how people, that's how you probably thinking that you're not a hater. You got to analyze yourself real good. You might have a little hate in you, bro. Facts. Just search. It's there, bro. But anyway, <laughs> back to why we talking about all this and why we mentioned the power of word. Damn, boy, you kind of weird. But a good, is it a good? Yeah, it's a good weird. All right, Bob, back to you. So anyway. Now, let's just say, let's just say that Benzino did have sexual intercourse with this individual that's in that community, right? And, uh... And I hate when people be like, and respectfully to the whole LGBT community, as if they shook or you scared, you're going to get banned. A few people got banned for what they said. It's hateful, it's wrong, you shouldn't be saying things like that online, right? But then a million people didn't get banned. My guy, it's not that fucking serious. They don't have that much power in the world. No one does, right? Especially, uh, uh, uh. Uh, someone that's accusing you of something And just pointing the finger or reporting your page So let's stop giving people power that they don't even have But still with respects to them, right? Because I have a daughter or a son that's in the LGBT community You know, I respect people as long as uh, 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 you don't violate me And bring that shit around me Then you good money, right? So you don't violate, you don't get violated You violate I'll make sure I violate you 30 times worse. It's just life. So, Benzino, if that's who you choose to be and that's what you want to do, then go ahead. But it just looks weird, right? Because people are like Benzino and he knows he can't do that. But he's kind of like admitting it in some sort because I'm here tuned in and I'm not watching Queens Flip. I'm not watching TMZ because I don't watch them dudes respectfully. I don't watch the Queen's Flip show. I don't watch TMZ. I don't watch academics. I don't watch a lot of shows that some people may watch or that YouTube says most of your audience is watching these shows. And I'm like, why the fuck are you watching people that don't care about people? It's just facts. They only care about consecration. And I'm not talking about fully about. I'm talking about anybody in general. I don't care. Everybody get it with me. Nobody's exempt, bro. And I know because I know people that deal with these people And they straight up told me Yo, don't ever deal with these people here And those names were mentioned They're all about their people and them Like pro-black Like pro-this, pro-that And anytime that they put a Hispanic brother there It's just trying to let people know Like, look, I'm not racist I love all people 
and, and, and to gain you as an audience. So sometimes I get mad at my own people, right? And if you're listening and you're from another nationality, my bad, bro. My apologies for your people being so stupid and naive, right? Whatever nationality you're from, right? Disrespecting all, right? Because there's bad people in everything. But it's a bad way to live. Understand what I'm saying. And one of the things that kills me the most is like this down low internal war that's going on on the internet with these Latinos and the black community and the people that push for that. Like you're so corny and whack, my dude. And get mad when you're not on top or winning. Bro, I was around the prison system and the jails and all the years. And whenever I come through, guess what, bro? You're normally not winning. So I got a million stories about when your gang, your squad got pounded out and couldn't live nowhere. You know why? Because I think about the times that people talk about Crips. Oh, they couldn't live nowhere. Like you got Scheme, the fiend, talking, right? And he says, oh, well, uh... Crips can't live nowhere. They couldn't live nowhere. They was crying. Sure, I seen them crying. I seen a dude crying, holding on to a pole. But that wasn't in every crib. But I remember a time when your gang couldn't live, bro. And every time y'all came in the house, we was smashing you past the floor, past the concrete. So what are we talking about, bro? You couldn't come in if people even thought you was blood. If you even showed anything red, you were getting smashed. You was not coming in. You know who let you live? The kings let you live. Bros like me that was like, yo, this one is cool. Let him rock, bro. Yo, my brother, he's from my hood. And little by little, it started getting big. And even I in those times started saying, all right, all right, that's it. They can't, like, get them out. Because it was getting too deep. And it was because of the king's doing because of the peace treaties, because of the this one's cool, and Puerto Ricans get along more with blacks than any nationality. Everybody knows that. We're the ones that was around each other the most, especially in the 80s and 90s, because we was the first ones to come to this land. As far as Latinos, Puerto Ricans, that's why they don't need a green card, respectfully. Right? But let's not diss people and be like, they wasn't living up north. You wasn't living up north either, bro. Never For years Smash, 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 smash Let's just keep it real, bro Let's be real, we're gonna talk And my whole thing is not disrespecting nobody Or nobody's gang as a whole We're telling a story, right? So I'm just saying If we're gonna tell stories Let's keep it fair Don't get mad when the Crips are telling their story And their story, the Crip is up It's a story, my dude Right? Then when somebody's talking about the bloods getting smashed, now the whole all these fake blood content creators are mad. Bro, if you're still gangbanging, repping your gang hard on the internet and fully, you're not a content creator, bro. You're not a podcaster. You're not an influencer. Yeah, you influencing in the worst of ways, and you're not gonna last here. It's either or. Me, I'm an advocate for active gang members, fully active in the street. Get them off the internet. You're no good for this shit here. Facts. You're going to do what you did. You're already fucking it up. Facts. I'm going to be real. 
The Bloods that were no good on Rikers Island fucked up everything for every other inmate that came through. People don't dare say it. It's the fact. You know who changed a lot of the rules on Rikers Island? The Bloods. And it wasn't for the better of the prisoner. It was always, always, 99.9% of the time for the worst. But people don't talk because they scared because when you go outside, there's mad bloods. Benko dudes, bro. Like, bro, dudes they just taken from the street, like respectfully to anybody's situation, but bums. They taking bums. The numbers. People that they could control and tell what to do. Do not join a gang or these gangs. You will be told what to do. And when you don't do it, you are fooled. I've never seen a gang in my life hurt so many of their own people as I have in these years. Facts. Again, what gang are we talking about? I don't know. You tell me. I talk about what I feel. I'm a grown man. I don't fear nobody. This is a show. I got a show to run. Run your little gang. And you know why? When I'm done with my show, I go around these gang members and they understand. But a dude that's making videos, he feels like he's speaking up for his people. You're speaking up for an indictment. As sad as it may sound, it's not denying anything. You need to put that to the side. It's either you're making content or you trying to tell the people that your gang should be the gang that they join. You're promoting gang and gang culture within your show. And you're going to be the ones to change the rules and regulation for all these platforms. It's already going into effect. I know because I sit there. Remember, I have a gig at YouTube. I work there. These are facts. So I know what's going on. And the last person you want to have not liking you and not being on your side is me. Because <laughs> what you think I'm going to say while I'm sitting there? Let's be realistic, bro. Or you want me to lie. So now you got a bunch of dudes that will hear situations and be mad. Oh, bro, it's the truth, bro. You can't be talking or downing crips because the dude tells his story and your guy's not up top. And in the story, he comes out the loser and be like, that's cap. That never happened. That'll never happen because the homies would have smashed you, bro. That's what you saw because your own homies smashed you. You feel me? Like, nah. I seen plenty of bloods all the time, every day get ragged. You out of here. You out of here. Every day, bro. But people ain't telling them stories. And they looking like they was like just, wow, these dudes are amazing. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, that's a lie, bro. That's all a fucking lie. Before that, they was getting smashed hard body or to the king's. Said, you know what? Let's let them chill, bro. Let's ride the five. And that's what happened. Then they got comfortable like everyone else. And then they try to tell you, you can no longer be there. Right? Because that's the way snakes in the grass work. And if you don't cut them off early, they blossom and they overgrow. Even their masters. Facts. <laughs> so let's just tone it down with that a little bit that's just my thinking on it right and if i ruffled your feathers and made you mad cool probably it'll make you think and it'll make you stop your bullshit because everybody should be entitled to tell their story that's the whole main thing about this here right so now the power of word right you got dudes uh 
like the guy that did the situation at the train station in Sunset Park, right? And before he goes out and does that, he was a dude that was trying to make content, right? And he mentions a whole bunch of people, and he mentioned other podcasters and people from other shows, right? <laughs> now, people take it lightly, but right before that incident, I think it was even the day or two before that, I was stating how powerful the power of word is, that what you say on here can start an effect that would trickle on to other sides of the world. And I understand that. So I be cautious with what I say and I make sure that I keep it on the eye. And if I disrespect somebody, that it comes back to me and only me, right? Because I understand people and I understand the power of word and the influence that online media has. And for the majority of us that are making actual real content, we're the new media in this motherfucking towns. And these are facts. And no one can change that or take that away from you. It is a beautiful thing, right? That the internet has started. And of course, most people are late that are from the hood, the ghetto, the boroughs, right? And it's better late than never. But before you thought about even coming on here, over a decade ago, a lot of us were already here. Facts. With that being said, we've seen people come and go. And we understand the power of word. And we understand what it is when someone says you're cyber banging. My guy, it is a charge. Are you dumb? So anyway, the power of word. The guy goes out. He's making videos. People are like, I can't believe that no one's seen this. Why people didn't flag his videos? Why you didn't flag these gang members videos that you be seeing? Since you want to talk about why people ain't flagging stuff, right? And in order for that flag to reach YouTube headquarters or any of these platforms headquarters, it needs to be an abundance. It can't be just you, one individual, flagging it. And it needs to be flagged consistently, right? Before the algorithms even decide that, all right, let's warn these fucking people. This, right? So if you do it once and you're probably doing it wrong, because it takes a lot to flag a channel. You flag them. You got to go to another page. to another, And people give up. And in the process, you're thinking about my name is going to be shown. Right? Because they say the person can see your name. It's like they're telling you to flag it. But when you read it, it's more like you're like, nah, I'm not doing this. They give out all that information about it. Like I'm going to be looked at as a rat. Because <laughs> you're still worried about how these dudes look at you. But you're saying you're a content creator. And news reporters, content creators, entrepreneurs, they don't worry about how the street is going to look at them when they're trying to get somebody that's doing wrong off or out of their uh, workspace, right? Because an interference is a frequency that's super high volumed and it's toxic. So why worry about it? So do I think reporting some of these channels is good? And we're, of course, absolutely. It's just people are reporting the wrong channels. You're reporting some people that's working really hard. And here goes a guy that's promoting hate, like Hassan Campbell, like, uh, uh, what's this other dude's name? Kwame Brown, Tommy Sotomayor, Ten Toes Down, uh, 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 who else? Uh, these other bum, nobody, dirt bum kids. Uh, 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 Gotti, 
uh, super dirty dirt bomb, whack 100, another punk motherfucking uh, dude that's online promoting gang shit and violence amongst his own people, stirring up the pot so Hispanics and blacks could get into it. All this clubhouse junk that's going on that's bad for our community and bad for the internet and bad for everything. So you let this play out because it's all going to end. And this is just facts, right? Like, I'm telling you that I know it's coming. Uh, uh, and day in and day out, people work their behinds off to make sure that it comes, right? And when it comes, nobody's going to care that it came to them because what you thought was going to happen, right? Uh, sometimes people for fame, they don't care who they hurt along the line or they don't care what they say. Sometimes uh, we speak without even really analyzing what we're saying or to the situation is a big problem and you're like, holy shit, maybe I overspoke in that one. Well, I, I noticed these people are doing a whole lot of overspeaking, right? Like the wags, the dudes in Clubhouse. And it's not everybody in Clubhouse, but it's just that selective few that has a little bit of power because they don't even have, they're not even that popular, right? Like a, a whack 100. He's known to like, bum super bum street dudes right like no one in real society in the real corporate world aside from a few hip-hop uh uh ars that probably heard of him but nobody really knows this dude like at all period like a dude that had a little game and ran game on the game in order to get a check and then got known right and that's just point blank this happens when you got older dudes, OGs, right? Uh, they've been in gangs longer than the other dude. And the little homie looks up to the OG and the OG looks at him as a check and a golden opportunity and says, no doubt, I'll roll with you, you know, and then winds up getting paid from it and becomes famous. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what happens is that in the individual's sick head, he thinks he just extorted the kid like on the down low. Right. And some of these problems are even made up like situations like, yo, you're going to pressure him. I'm a court to dead the beef. Let's say six, nine situation. The blood's pressuring him. Whack already spoke to them dudes. And it's like, yo, then I'm going to interfere and we all going to get to the back. Right. It's a form of friendly extortion. So they pressuring him hard body for the telling. Here comes whack. I'll have a sit down with you. And then behind the scenes, he's like, don't worry, ain't nobody going to touch you, bro. So then we create a monster and we got a little kid taunting people recording somewhere in Brooklyn where he could have got his whole wig pushed back. Right. Because they weren't out there when people be like, yo, they out there. They weren't out there like that, bro. They were out there in broad daylight. Most of those people from that building are sleeping, bro. These are facts. All the real rights. And what you did, you went mad early. You look stupid in the video. Your eyeballs are everywhere. All your eyes are everywhere. You grabbed a few droopy, skinny, dying ramen noodle motherfuckers and threw them in the video. Shook. You guys were shook. That must have been the most fearful day of your life. It's mass security around you. You don't show us, show the people that part, but the real knows, right? And then fuck that you put those kids in a plane and took them somewhere and all that. They always got to come back to the hood. And in gang culture and even the bloods, don't think because I said that earlier, I understand I'm from the street, the gut of the slums. Facts. 
there's always somebody that's willing to take that plate for clout, for rep, for money, for anything. And now that dude comes back and they blow his head off and send a big message to you. Meanwhile, you are still alive. You feel me? That's why I don't understand our people. If you haven't done nothing to 6 9 and we hope you don't do nothing to nobody, then for the life of me, you shouldn't be doing nothing to them kids that were there. I get it, but you bring him here. He made the hood look bad. I get it. I do understand that. That's a tough one for me, to be real. So I, I'm more or less like I'll stay out of it. But it's like, wow, bro. You just put those people in a predicament, bro. Like, trust me, they don't run their building. And they don't take a big dude or nothing. He could have been that little and run the whole area. <laughs> I've seen it done, and I've done it myself. But I know that neighborhood very well. I'm from Brooklyn, born and raised, and I've ran through everywhere in Brooklyn, respectfully. Right? But I understand that Takashi went there at a time when people wasn't really outside like that, bro. That was early, my dude, super early. And the people that lived there were able to say, like, yo, come now. They knew who would come downstairs and blam them or who would come around the block and blam. They knew what time what was what. It was set up. It was orchestrated. It's the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. So, do I blame 6ix9ine? Not really. And here's why. The power of word. It always goes back to the power of word. Everybody keeps saying how much of a rat he is, how much he's not really like that. That wasn't your life. You should have never gotten that. And he keeps living his life trying to prove that, nah, bro, I'm not a pussy. I could be like that, bro. You what? What? I was putting in most of the work with them dudes. And believe it when I tell you, he's not lying. Because online, we have a misconception of what a gangster is supposed to look like and be like. If he's not black enough for you, you feel like it can't be, bro. A Spanish dude. And clearly, I heard academics say that one time. Another super bird. He said, yo... I was saying in my head, like, come on, bro, a Hispanic dude, little dude, like, why Hispanic got to do with it? Some Hispanic dudes are some of the biggest gangsters you probably ever meet in your life. That a black, white, or whatever dude can't compare to his gangsterism. Facts. Not trying to show off, but I was one of them and still can be. Every house that I went to that I ran and had the phones was filled with blacks. And I'll be damned if one of them touched that phone. Facts, you can ask anybody that was around me. Facts, they knew, like, don't touch that. Yeah, that Puerto Rican boy gonna wake up wailing. And shout out to Lucky from Tompkins. Does everybody want to be from Tompkins, Union, Utica, all these places, right, in Brooklyn? <laughs> Lucky was in my house. Ask Lucky, because he had one phone. He had the blood phone, and I had the other phone. K.O. was with us. These are top dogs. Crime. MK wasn't in our house, but he used to come down and say, what's up? This was a C-74, my dude. And we used to put the phones in our locker, me and Lucky, and go to sleep. Ask anybody that knows us, that was there. Shout out to Lucky, the blood. I heard he got shot up and killed. I don't know how true it is. Hopefully he didn't. He was a good dude when he was around me. That's all I know. You know? Uh... But yeah, sometimes we place a lot of importance on what the gang say, on race, and on looks. 
I believe that 6ix9ine was probably one of the ones causing the most damage. And when it came to getting locked up, he played pussy with the feds. Like, yo, that's not really me. He looked like he was being abused because of the story, and he blamed it all on other people. Meanwhile, he was with the shits. So let's not act like he wasn't with the shits. And that's what's making him push harder to prove himself that he's tough. And just like that with the power of word, your your words will make that little bum kid go out there and kill someone and hurt someone. And it's never going to be the actual people he has a problem with. Because as human beings, we know how to pick some very cowardly acts that we do as people. And it's sad. Right? So anyway, enough of that crap. The guy that gets locked up, Frank James, whatever his name is, I'm so glad he's in jail. Hopefully he'll get a death sentence and they'll kill him like quick. Right? And uh, if they can, they can kill him over like few times over. And I know it may be bad and a bad way to think, but... You know, I think that there's no rehabilitation for people like him. Now I think I know he's fully gone. I seen him somewhere before. I feel like if I spoken to him, like you got to remember, I lived in Philly also for a few months. I lived around the world, bro. I've been around the world. <clears throat> I met some sick girl out there. She was a pig. Shout out to you, homegirl. You's a pig, bro. Like, bro, I had to leave. I went there to her crib and I never unpacked my clothes. These are facts. They were always in a bag. I never seen a lady take so many showers during the course of the day, like five times. And while you showering, there's water bugs in your shower and you're not even killing them. You're not nothing. They just chilling. Your kids eat a sandwich. They just put it on the table with mayonnaise all over. It was like, what the fuck is going on here, bro? And I told her, listen, somebody in here is smoking crack. She was like, no, uh, because she has supposed to be a baby father. He had left, right, yada, yada, yada. A few days go by, I kept saying that because I started cleaning. She started cleaning the stove. And she was talking about how much I was helping her change, calling her mother so happy. Oh, my God, at least he tells me to clean. Uh, You know, like she's seen a life with me, right? (laughs) But in my head, I couldn't get over how much of a pig you were. And then you would go outside and think you look cute, clean, and all that. But you're coming to that fucking roach motel, bro. So one day I look on the floor and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's bed bugs, bro. I was like, nah, I was shook, bro. So... We called the exterminator, whatever, that $600, come back, another 600 You know how it goes. They rob you to death. They probably bring in pet bugs to your house, as in fact. <laughs> that shit, whole shit is a gimmick. You feel me? Like, you got to work on taking care of yourself. So I helped out and all that, but that couldn't get, I could never get over that. Like, I could never have touched. She was telling her family, like, oh, man, this guy's so respectful uh, since he's been around me. He never even touched me. I, I always want... She was used to do smutting her, right? So, ma, don't get it twisted. I didn't touch you only that. And because I said, bro, I pictured like if I kiss her, is a water bug gonna come out her mouth or out her fucking bro? Is a water bug gonna come out her twat? 
<laughs> like, come here. I was shook, my dude. I didn't want water bug babies. So shout out to the queen water bug, man. That's a, and that's when I knew Philly was like the dirtiest place I ever been to in my life. Shout out to dirty Philly, bro. Y'all some real dirt bombs. I got to give it to y'all, bro. New York, we had dirt bombs. Like, if you lived on 49th Street, respectfully to the whole 49, but don't front. If you from Sunset Park, let's be real. I caught a bit on 49 twice. Shout out to Mario, by the way. So, I've been on 49. Not only did I catch bids on 49, right? I lived on 49th Street. I'm originally from a street called 44th Street and 4th Avenue, FFB. 4-4 boys. Facts. The originators. The original 4-4. You heard the beginning. <laughs> Shout out to the whole 44th Street. You already know the laundry man. We washing dudes. <laughs> so... I lived on 49th Street because I had an aunt named Jolie that lived there. Shout out to Jolie. Vales. Jolanda Vales. <laughs> Estrella Nunez's daughter. <laughs> and she's like my cool aunt. You ever had a cool aunt that you always think about? She's one of them. Facts. Uh, anyway, I lived with her. Me and her was always cool. She loved me. I used to take her to work in my car every morning with the system. Boom, boom, boom. You know, Sunset Park, Fifth Avenue shit. Na, 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 na. Boom, boom, boom. It takes no. It takes no to make a thing go right. Boom. On front piece. Popping, right? She's happy. Sunroof open. 215s popping out the back. So, I moved in with her to 49th Street. Me and my fiance at the time. Right? Which was Lady Lee. So everybody knows this, right? Uh, so we stood there for quite some time. And, and I stood there without uh, Lee. And in that time, I was hustling, doing all types of things out. My aunt's building and her house. So I got to see 49th Street like firsthand. So I, I say all that to say I'm not just talking to talk. Like people in other blocks used to be like, oh, he's one of those dirt bonds from 49. And I always used to get mad because I'm like, bro, I'm living on 49 right now. Like, what are you talking about? But I've heard that before. And I say that with all respects because some of the people that they were calling dirt bombs, I'm like, bro, he has more money than all of you guys. But it was known as a block that was fucked up during those times. If you go look at it now, it's beautiful, right? Of course, because some of the demons left. <laughs> oh, that's like a, a no pun intended because there actually was a dude there. Shout out the demon, man. The president of the assassinators. You wouldn't know nothing about that because they really assassinate people. Facts. Till today. <laughs> Bro, chill. What you telling? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not telling. Telling is what people are doing. When they do it, the crime themselves and they posted it. This is joking. This is a show. Because, you know, some morons watching, they'd be like, bro, how could you say that? Bro, it's called the assassinators, my dude. Like, what the fuck you think is the Boy Scouts? You're bugging out. You violate, you get assassinated. Let's keep it fucking real. Point blank. You violate, you die. <laughs> yeah, so shout out to Weasel. <laughs> Demon, yeah. For starting that gang. <laughs>
Yeah. So all these people were 49ers. Uh, Harry, rest in peace, Taz. Henry, his brother. Uh, Popeye used to be going through there sometimes. Uh, Georgie, his brother, they from 49 and 3rd. They actually like my cousins. Facts, a lot of people don't know that. And so is Owen. So this is for like the Sunset Park people. Owen is like my cousin also. Not like, he's my cousin. Owen from 49 between 4th and 3rd. Facts. Uh, uh, he's like from the good side of my family. He just came out bad. <laughs> you feel me? They wanted to follow me. <laughs> he went left. So uh, shout out to all those people, man. Neka, you know, I remember her cousin Negri, they got, uh, they died, rest in peace. You know, Carlos, Carr, Jay, all those people that were from that block, 49th Street, bro. And they were wealthy, so they was getting it when it was lit, lit. They, some of them still got money from back then, facts. Believe that. They made a lot of bread. You know, females too. So, yeah, so I, I know 49th Street for not being that. I'm saying like people are bugged out but uh I don't even know what the fuck I was saying all I know is that I'm trying to get back in the <laughs> in the hang of podcasting every day and I got like a million things to do and I guess I'm podcasting right now and we live on the show on iHeartRadio and on other major audio and streaming platforms and what's happening is that I'm thinking about what I got to do after this I'm like trying to multitask in my brain and we all know my brain is fried. No, but actually my brain is stored with so much valuable information nowadays that it sometimes makes it like a block gets in between. But a good block. I don't know. I can't explain it. And it's like. I want to accomplish so many things during the course of the day. That I feel there's not enough time during the day to accomplish the things I'm trying to do. I don't know if you understand, right? So I get mad. Once 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock comes, I'm like, fuck, the day is gone. So if you don't hurry up and do your shit, the, the day goes by quick, bro. You know, I think one of the best things that ever happened to me in life was podcasting, entertainment, movie making, uh, music creation. But to fully get into it and say, okay, this got to be done now. Or it's never going to happen. And once I steal that thought within my head and I started really working and I noticed that, hold up, I don't need nobody. I don't need nobody. And I know that we all need somebody, but till present date, I still feel I don't need nobody. I don't deal with nobody. Dudes call me to work with me. I may work with one or two dudes when I want to. I don't talk to no content creators. On your side of the internet, their side of the internet. The only two content creators that I talk to every day, right? They have books on YouTube secrets. They millionaires off of books, right? Subscriber count is overrated. So that's not why I talk to them because I understand that part of the internet. But they've generated over 50 million subscribers. Feed... Over 60 families, because they employ over 60 employees at their studio. And started with a hope and a dream. Got on YouTube, on all these platforms like everyone else, and said, Hey guys, what's up? I don't know what I'm doing, but hopefully you come along with me on this journey. And poof! Took off to the moon. 
the other one <laughs> I can't name right now but I will soon because they're gonna be on the show and it's probably not your type of content but it's the content that you maybe need to start liking and tuning I hate his fucking content but I love him as a person I'm gonna be realistic and his subscriber count goes up by the thousands every second facts every second some even think he's the poster child for YouTube. Oh, and I also talked to one dude. I talked to a few of them, but these were just the two main ones. But this other dude, they content creators in gaming, right? And they generated more income in gaming in two months, right? Listen closely. Than probably a million content creators have in five years. And they do this till today. With gaming Facts Hopefully you guys sent out this content And if you didn't I feel sorry for you But if you did You're an awesome person No one take anything I said literal, literal And if you in a gang The Bloods, Crips, Kings Whatever you in We love you We just hope that you Don't end up like the rest of these people And that's why sometimes I talk so harsh Because I care for the people Not only my people Latinos But all people in general Don't matter who you are You're a human being So Sometimes we bug out, we say things, but I don't care what group, ethnicity, or anything you're in. You're a human being just like us. We love you and we want the best for you. Or to otherwise specify, you are my brother, you are my sister. So, with that being said, tomorrow we'll be back here in the morning. Uh, this show is about to be cut short. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of things to do. We might put out another episode tonight, but we definitely live, live. At 3.04, I mean at 3.04. What the fuck am I talking about? This is when this is going to be airing at 3.04. Like on all other platforms besides this one because it's live right now. But it'll be airing on all other platforms by 3.04. It takes a few minutes. But if I don't get off now, it's going to not be put on other platforms. Anyways, hard to explain if you're not into this type of work. But. Hopefully you enjoy just hearing my voice again Because it's been a minute I feel I know I said something the other day On these shows And it just I had to get a lot of things situated And if the money's not right And the paperwork is not right That's not the main focus why I do it But I gotta eat I don't depend on donations or none of that Bro I haven't got a donation in months Probably in a year <laughs> And the last time we got one What was it? $10? So don't think that <laughs> We over here collecting mad donations like all these other channels. I don't even go live in video format hardly, right? Because we did that a lot, continuously, continuously, continuously. And we made some real good money. A lot of people helped. A lot of people didn't, right? But you got to keep in mind when you become a showsman and a people person and uh, and the people's person, <laughs> uh, you got to make people miss you. If they see you every day, they got more time to point out your flaws and what they don't like about you. And you're going to have a hard time in this business. If nobody misses you never, then it's sad. You have to make people miss you in order to want to be seen. In order for people to want to see you. They have to miss you. Right? Anyway. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs>